0: Good evening and welcome to the Pinkin Show, Our dedicated canary shenanigans. That assumed there was no ch- was that assumed there was more chance of Horatio Nelson joining Reading online this month. No. You. Uh, At the Woolpack public house in the center of Norwich, we are live, of course, and over the next 30 minutes. Or so Uh, we will discuss City's superb win over Birmingham. Enjoy the look of the current Championship picture here, exclusively from Canaries goalkeeper Tim Cruel—not Kim Truel. Give you the chance to win one of Ed's books. Now that is exciting. I wonder what happened this week in Norwich City history, and prepare for those most hospitable of Blades. There's also the usual fun and games, as well as the return of our sort of loved game, Flip the birds and we do all of this in the company of tonight's wonderful guests they are author of many a canary's tale the delightful ed cousins lake and former musty Mustard tv colleague musty musty colleague much more accurate and internet forager i don't know what that means either the lovely ryan livermore great to have you both on gentlemen what a pleasure how are you both ed i'll start with you
1: i'm excellent thank you yeah brilliant to be up in Norwich and amongst yellow and green friends what can I say
0: this is it because you're from the area but you do have to make the trek from the I south do. to I get do. here
1: yeah yeah from uh, from an area that supports another team Yeah. which one uh, the team that's top of the first division actually at the moment oh, oh we're not going to yeah. talk about them no, not, <laughs> it's no. not going to happen I've had that I've but had that believe s- me someone, yeah.
0: someone did say that they haven't picked up a point since the FA no, Cup haven't. game well, no. sh- I can't believe yeah. that I've I don't both. know how that's happened uh, and Ryan thank you A for coming in and B
2: in that hat thank you very much no it's my Peaky Blinders hat yeah. <laughs> are they Welsh <laughs> oh god knows. <laughs> uh, it's lovely to see you are you well yes very well thank you thank you for
0: yeah. having me uh, it's an absolute pleasure cracking stuff so uh, we are live once again on Pinkando The Pinkham Facebook page, Twitter, Periscope and YouTube all simultaneously and over the course of the show we want to hear from you. Be it on Tom Tribal's return to form, getting a special welcome from Leeds, uh, the return of Chris Wilder, Nelson Oliveira's departure and especially in light of Ed's presence on tonight's show we want to know your favourite Norwich City book. And why? And it it's doesn't have, and it doesn't have to be one of Ed's, of course, of course. Not. Uh, so you can get all those through to us uh, down here on the pub, uh, in the pub, live on all the numerous feeds we've got going. Uh, so simply post your words on either the Pinkan Facebook page feed, the YouTube chat box, uh, or you can reply on the Pinkan Twitter, or uh, post a comment on Periscope. I think I've just about managed to keep track of all those. Possibly, bear with me, but um, get those into me, and I'll do my best to keep track of them. Right, in Chris Wilder style, let's crack on by uh, bringing Onel Hernandez and Wesley Mulahan into the fold with, this is your moment, Ed, this week's Norwich City headlines. What lovely, good, good strong start. Singing the blues. An awesome first half is too hot for Birmingham to handle as Norwich made the point they don't plan to go anywhere in this season's promotion race. One EFL of a letter. City lead the chase to find out exactly what Leeds have been up to over Spygate and anything else. Eleven clubs have stated they want full disclosure from the authorities' investigation. Norwich have not, let me say that again, not asked for any sort of punishment, including points deductions. That seems a little hard for some to grasp further north as they prepare to welcome Norwich with banners and all sorts in a fortnight's time. (coughs) O'Neill's gone to Argos. Uh, plugs galore as Hernandez admits his love for the UK's often underrated catalogue store. Uh, you imagine City's number 25 will never have to buy a cheap four way power extension again. <coughs> off vera It does work. <laughs> off off Liveira. Nelson finally makes his move, go, going to Reading on loan with the chance to be the Royals' main man. Keep them in the division and remind everyone there's a decent striker with a year left on his Norwich deal, and the Canaries still don't want him anymore. And finally. <coughs> The youth of today. City's under-18s and their new coach, Paul Williams, see their FA Youth Cup run end at Preston, while the under-23s draw 2-2 with Leicester in the Premier League International Cup, playing some lovely football. Carlton Morris' comeback also ends with a horrendous tackle uh, on him, that is and a worrying weight over what looked a lot of damage. As they say, 24 hours is a long time in football. Top work, Ed. Well done. And I'd say 24 hours is a long time in football. It certainly is a long time. Um, and worth a shout out for William Hondermark here because the 19-year-old midfielder signed from Irish side, Droheda, uh, Drogheda. Droheda. Uh, I think. Paddy did try and tell me how to pronounce it. I haven't got it right. Drogheda, uh, who, who hadn't even been... Um, and. Uh, uh, William Hondamuk hadn't even been announced as a Norwich City signing, only to turn out for half an hour on Monday against Leicester under-23s and then a full 90 up at Preston for City's under-18s the following night. And in the middle of that, he had to get there. So um, fair play and an intriguing signing, actually, uh, for sure. We'll keep an eye on him, of course, as he develops for the 23s for the rest of this season. On to First Team Matters, which is, of course, where our greatest focus is. Uh, what a great weekend that was
1: for Norwich City. It just, just kept happening, didn't it? Everything was falling into place, a good win, a comfortable win, then everybody else not winning. Yeah, life was good.
0: It's one of those occasions where it's nice to play on a Friday because everything went so well afterwards. It
1: makes a Saturday actually quite pleasant every now and again.
0: I had the weekend off, so I was loving it. Yeah. D- did you enjoy seeing those scores come through on Saturday,
2: right? Yes, yeah, I think so. Um, there is, it certainly it puts more impetus, impetus on the other teams to go and do something, mm-hmm. and it's nice to come in... I know West Brom won at Bolton on the Monday, but it's still nice to have that cushion going into what is a big um, game at the weekend, really.
0: It's a big spell that's coming up. Um- I thought it was interesting with Birmingham Gary Monk kind of made the point that Birmingham weren't at their races as they normally are it's probably their worst performance in a long time they didn't have their normal positional discipline they were poor defensively Norwich deserve a bit of credit for that because they did seem to pull them and push them all over the place
1: We do see whenever we win a game it always seems to be the opposition's worst performance for a long time we had this in the Premier League and we're getting it now And um, but I think if he was honest enough to say we just outplayed them it wouldn't reflect well on them so he's he's sort of doing damage limitation isn't he mm,
0: indeed. and I mean Birmingham are top six contenders realistically we'll look yeah. at the table later of course but no they're top eight they were on the fringes of the playoff picture and we've probably been hoping to push on into it
2: yeah no totally I mean Gary Monk's done a very good job there um, they're a very rigid side as well and as bad as they might have been if beat was put in front of you and I thought Norwich the first 25-30 minutes were excellent albeit mm. they conceded straight away after they scored the first <laughs> goal but uh, aside from that I thought they were excellent and the fluidity of their play in Birmingham as static as they were were made to look so by some of the movement in the final third
0: I think Jake Watson would appreciate that comment good stuff uh, I mean it's, it's a fair point isn't it the Norwich conceded a goal you know having got themselves ahead and I was immediately thinking Ah, oh, Derby you know mm. you've got yourself mm. ahead and you're just throwing it away so actually the strength of the character to reassert themselves pretty much straight away after that
2: yeah no totally um, it was at the derby game as well and there was a sense the minute the derby scored from that set piece you kind of felt that mm. the squeaky bum time particularly towards the end of the half and if Norwich wanted to do that two times in a row then you start to really question where if they're the team who's going to fall away at this stage in the season but again character was superb and it's a super goal by Vranchich to get them back in front as well but again it's not letting it get to you because it was it was poor defending it was re- like ben godfrey needs to get tighter tim calls being at the near post and then you know you can easily let that rock you but they they didn't and they were excellent from that point onwards
0: and um, there's a few times a season where i've been watching the med and i've just thought you know what this is a really good side if i was watching this game without you know being uh, you know uh, objective in terms of analyzing it I'd, I'd see the way norwich are playing and just think oh that's, that's enjoyable to watch.
1: Yeah, and I think what you're seeing now is a lot of fans of opposition teams are starting to say, yeah, Norwich have got a good team. Um, they're good to watch. They've got some good players and, and we're we're impressed. And um, I was chatting to somebody earlier in the week and I, I think, in a way, and I don't want this taken the wrong way at all. but uh, <laughs> As if that would yeah, happen, yeah. Ed. I'm going to disqualify myself there. We are almost a Premier League team in waiting the way we're playing the game at the moment. We're not a championship team. We're, we're playing, and this was illustrated last year, when we played Arsenal and Chelsea and we looked the part so um, yeah bring it on
0: It's interesting isn't it because uh, I think before Wolves almost people would have said it's really hard to play the way that and I know there's differences between how Norwich and Wolves have played but I don't want to liken them too much to each other because Wolves were runaway leaders last year um, but there is an essence now that you can actually have success in the championship playing that brand of mm. football whereas I think maybe three or four years ago it was, you've got to do the proper ugly stuff and that's probably just going to be enough on
2: its own no totally I, th- I think he, out of the top six not to single them out but Middlesbrough I think arguably play the worst football but the other five teams in there I think all the good footballing sides, and they're doing things the right way you know Leeds there was a stat the other day that Leeds as well have in one the one squad in nine years or something they've not had a academy player in so these teams are bringing through youngsters and they're playing football the right way as yeah, well definitely. which is the most important thing
0: mm. I mean I, I qualify my own comment just then with the fact that Cardiff went up last year playing pretty horrendous football so there we go um, we did talk a lot about the Spygate um, situation with Leeds and obviously a lot's happened since then I don't really want to talk about it a lot this week because it's all going to be what it will be and of course we're going to have next week to really talk about it ahead of the Leeds game but um it does make everything quite tasty doesn't it and quite raw how do you see it Eddie would you have rather Norwich hadn't said anything and it had all been kept away because it is going to pile a little bit of pressure on yeah, I can I, see why Norwich are doing though they they yeah. clearly want it to be resolved properly and they probably want to know what's gone on that's what all these clubs want they want to know what Leeds have been up to
1: well we're all about marginal gains now aren't we at Norwich hence the uh, infamous dressing room and um I would have preferred it if we'd have just stood back and thought, you know what, let this carry on, we're not going to say anything. We're not going to comment, we're not going to get involved, we're just going to be who we are and focus on winning our games. But if there's the slightest chance of affecting something by kicking up a fuss, <laughs> then you're going to say something. And maybe that's a psychological reason they've off. said something, it's a marginal game thing again.
0: Don't worry, we'll, um, I'll ask the guys a question next time they walk through, because <laughs> it's actually a shorter trip to the bar, but there we go. Um, uh, Ryan, yes, yeah, Spygate, what have you made of it all? It's a bit
2: weird, isn't it? I mean, to be honest with you, like it's, it's nothing like it. certainly since I've been following football, nothing like that has really happened. And it boils down to: is it, you know, is, is it ethical in the context of the game? And no, not particularly. But then, it, it's, it's happened. It's, it's done. Now we can do is move on and beat them. Really, if that's the that's the case. I'm interested that they were supposedly at
1: Colney before the. uh
2: August game, yeah. Yeah, uh, and
1: I thought Carney was quite tight to get into.
0: Well, Yeah, and I think to be honest, that's what some of the clubs want to look at because it might not be that. Who is spying? Is it uh, is it Leeds employees or are they saying? Are they getting someone on the phone and well, saying, "Oh, you it. work there. We'll we'll check you some yeah, money. Can you exactly. let us know what's happening?" So mm. I think that's why you can appreciate it. the clubs want to know what's happened yeah. so they can deal with it. You and can't th- just turn up at Carney and stand on the end of a pitch
1: and watch the first team train. No, no. Mm. Way.
0: As we know, if they'd ask they'd say no. Yeah. yeah so exactly. that's kind of the whole yeah. point. But, you know, we're going around in circles. Um, just to reiterate, Norwich are not asking for a points deduction. So if you're getting ready with your welcome Lee, uh, welcome Norwich banners next weekend, just think about that maybe I before am, you go. I are you, Yeah. 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 <laughs> good man. That's the way. That's the way man. Right? Uh, OK, so um, that's all good. Uh, Nelson Oliveira, I did just want to touch on as well. I thought it would never happen. I certainly thought it would never happen to Reading. Um, so they've finally got in a situation where, I guess... Reading, having um, Jose Gomez as their boss, uh, he's Portuguese, that no doubt helps. It's, it strikes me as probably in the situation a good mix now that they've managed to convince Nelson to go and play there, which I'm sure would have been a big part of it.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking that's the only way it was going to happen as well because the guy's not played first team football since what April last year and without sounding harsh, he's not been particularly good since September, October. So I think it was unlikely a team would come in and pay whatever Norwich are asking so I think a loan move seems feasible like you said the Portuguese connections there as well and Reading as well they're not exactly going to go out and buy them because they don't know what division they're going to be in next season you know they're second bottom at the moment so I think I'd imagine you know Norwich would get a sizeable loan fee for that and a chunk of his wages will be paid by Reading so I think it's the, the right move all round really yeah
0: I think it certainly
2: is a sizable proportion of his wages
0: um, which is obviously really beneficial for, for Norwich and we'll see where his future lies afterwards I suppose I mean we've got over the point where it's a bit of a shame that he's not involved because we know he's a good player he will probably go and score goals right? yeah
1: yeah I mean I noticed he said in the interview yesterday didn't he he's feeling the love at Reading and it just made me think of Yaya Tori and the birthday cake you know (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) maybe you got a signing cake we don't know You never know
1: could have done I'll
0: have to ask him there we go brilliant (laughs) stuff um we've got some questions and comments so let's try and go through some of these shall we Um, Elliot Hatton says looking forward to the show ahead of a massive game against Sheffield United it certainly is these are on YouTube thanks for your message Elliot keep them coming Um, Robert Fenn feel like our next two games will define our finishing place in the league two huge games Neil Jones great to see City back at their best versus Birmingham should have confidence for Saturday Sheffield United are overrated might get stuck into that in a moment actually Uh, Neil um and West Ham Sam, hello there, West Ham Sam. I uh, really want Norwich to go up as they play good football, whereas Sheffield United are Route One stuff. Well, I'm not going to argue with that. Keep your messages coming in, uh, get your stuff on. Actually, that's a bit harsh on Sheffield United, but <laughs> I, I did say I'd try and keep out of hot water with Sheffield United and Leeds fans. I'm not doing very well so far. Leeds fans, it's all good humour, you know, you're right. Uh, so, all good. Uh, okay, so let's move on, shall we? Uh, earlier today, my esteemed colleague, Paddy Davitt, and uh, Video Maestro sat behind the camera there, Tony Thrustle, were allowed in at Colney, they were allowed in, they didn't have to spy, uh, to catch up, I've done it again, haven't I? To catch up with a key Canaries performer. How big are the next two games, you think,
1: Tim? Um, To be fair, yes, on paper, obviously they're huge, but I think every game, the next 18 are huge. Um, I don't think we should get too carried away uh, with it all. I think we've had an amazing season up to now. To be challenging um, for, to win the league and promotion is, is amazing. Um, but yeah, Sheffield United at home um, and leads away, Ipswich at home. I think we just have to get through uh, unscratched and then uh, I think uh, we can have a real, yeah, exciting last 15 games leading up to the end.
0: Uh, brilliant stuff. Now you can um, uh, catch much more from um, Paddy's interview with Tim Krull in the Eastern Daily Press, Norwich Evening News uh, and of course all over our digital channels, audio and visual over the coming days, including the Pinkin app and Pinken.com. Uh, um, some see him as the perfect for the job in terms of goalkeeper under Daniel Farker. Others think he's perhaps the least strong link in a very decent chain. It might be a nice way of putting it. How do you guys see Tim Krull?
2: Uh, I bit of a goalkeeper's union here, I used to play in goal when I was younger. This uh, is the way Ryan, right? love way. it good this work, good work. So I, He'll appreciate I, this Tim <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there aren't too many better in terms of experience and I think it's not just the the shot stopping element of the game, it's what he brings to that defence because there were times when I think the back four at the moment, the average age is what, 24, 25 and then you need someone behind them who's experienced, who's been there and done it on so many different stages and I feel the way he comes off his line and claims crosses and the way he's always communicating, it puts everyone in front of him at ease. And yeah, there's the odd shot like West Brom's start of the season which has slipped and he should have done better. But I think on the whole, the experience is you can't, you can't really buy that. You know, you have to earn it and he's certainly been there and done it. And I think he's the perfect foil for that back four.
0: What do you reckon, Ed?
1: Yeah, I agree completely. He's probably the best keeper in the Championship well, certainly not far off. He's experienced, he's, he's got authority. Players respect him for what he's done in the game, and he's played in the World Cup, for goodness sake. you know There's not many Norwich, people that have played for Norwich who have played in the World Cup. I'm a big fan, I hope we keep him, and I hope he's there next season.
0: Can't brush over the errors, though. I mean, there have been some pretty prime errors. There have been
1: errors, but you, you watch any game of football, all goalkeepers are prone to making errors, even the Man City goalkeeper and the Liverpool goalkeeper who everybody was revering at the start of the season. He's been making errors. It's, it's part of the game. They make errors.
0: I think Tim might have said that himself. You'll see all that in his interview later. Let's touch on the uh, youth team, shall we? I say Norwich already out of the FA Youth Cup. I say already, I think it was the fourth round stage. So normally you get to Christmas, beyond Christmas, that's, that's half decent. because Norwich have won it in the past. The under-23s in different uh, results this season. But... We have to kind of bear in mind, I suppose, the young players that have come through to the first team, it's probably understandable that those sides are maybe going to bobble along a little bit at times this year, especially in terms of the under-18s, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's somebody, I, I've forgotten their name, but somebody said earlier this week in a, in a column, I think, in one of the uh, our papers, um, if you're winning all of your games at that level, something's wrong. <laughs> and, and I completely agree, it's, it's about performance every time, and... Um, it's a shame that you know the, the under-18 team have got turned over a few times this season, but it's really about preparing them for the first team. And you you can't worry too much about results. It's how they're playing. And the clip of the game yesterday, the goal that's been on, beautiful. Yeah,
0: from the under-23s yeah. indeed. And it's interesting to see such a good team goal when, as you say, they have shifted the dynamic yeah. to see if these players can d- d- maybe shift the focus onto their individual development rather yeah. than creating a team. Because let's be honest, you're never going to chuck all 11 into the first team mix are you, straight away. Um, Got to touch on it, I suppose. Enel Hernandez's love affair with Argos. Uh, when you read those quotes, Ryan, what what exact emotion went through
2: your mind? Well, this one. Like, it's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Do you see they've, they've got in touch with him and they're sending yeah. him a signed Argos catalog by the CEO. Yes. Like, he loves the infrastructure of mm. Argos. He doesn't mm. love the fact you can go in there and buy a TV and an exercise ball. He likes the infrastructure. It makes no sense. It's lads, please. I don't get it, I'm sorry. It's, it's funny, it's hilarious, but why send him a signed, would you want a signed Argos catalog? I have to say I wouldn't, though, no, would you? No, I can't say I can't what? say no. would. Maybe no. O'Neill would though. Uh, we,
0: we know the problem with the Argos catalog as well, it's out of date in a few months' time. Well, is, he get, is he gonna get yeah. a constant yeah. stream of updated, stuff? it's a difficult question, hopefully O'Neill will answer what it in Argos, his what, next interview. What
1: Argos need to do is to offer him somebody to put the furniture together that you buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is true.
1: Particularly hard to
0: put together, but maybe that's not Argos' fault. That's enough coverage of Argos for one evening and probably one lifetime right there. Uh, let's have a look at some of your messages. I'm going to head over to Periscope now, if I may. Spud's been in touch. Nice to see you watching on, on the Periscope, Spud. Uh, obviously love Ed's books, he says it's a good start it's a good start uh, but I do have happy memories of City fan Kevin Baldwin's book in the 1990s I have not seen Kevin for years that's very true actually I'd love to get Kevin Baldwin on this show I don't know if he's still in London Capital Canaries gig maybe um, but yeah I, I liked his book It. which one was it was it um I can't remember the one in 96-7 I think or the 92-3 were the two yeah, years yeah, he yeah. did weren't they the two yeah, Mark Walker yeah, amazing um, kiss seasons
1: he is in London I've seen him a couple of times he is based in London at the moment they're both great books definitely
0: Love it. there we go
1: um, and
0: Vespasian Vespasian not Verstappen Vespasian uh, hashtag Bill Bailey and the lamented book of dreams oh laminated He's corrected himself. Lamented Book of Dreams sounds amazing. Uh, Laminated Book of Dreams. I'm not... Is that a football book? I'm not sure. I, I don't even know if Bill Bailey's a football August fan. Argos catalog. Catalogue. Mm. Yeah. Lament- yeah. Yeah, well, that's... We know that's Sona Hernandez's favourite book. So, uh, there we go. Brilliant stuff. Keep those messages coming in. We want to know your favourite Norwich City book and anything else you want to discuss. Because clearly there's quite a lot going on at the moment. But uh, right now... Uh, ha, you know what time it is. Don't groan, Ed. Yes, it's Flip the Bird, the game that keeps coming back like a bad smell. Uh, Last time out, uh, which was in fact a fortnight ago, Kevin Piper and Richard Jeffrey did debut battle, Rich taking the honours 7-6 and both earning healthy entries into this season's standings. Tonight, both Ryan and Ed embark on their own flipping initiations. A shake
2: of the hands there, beautiful to see. Can I just quickly say, I've had friends say they will disown me if I get one, just one. I get less than one.
0: I mean that would be pretty awful I can't be honest if you get one Uh, but there we go you know never say never hey Ryan that's the way to do it so there's your piles so to speak don't laugh Dan Um, we'll put Onel Hernandez there Uh, There's a script on the table. We don't use that. I don't know why we've got that there. Uh, So, uh, the rules, of course. In short, the guys have 30 seconds to flip as many bar mats as possible, adding one to their flipping pile with each successful one-handed catch. Both scores will find their way onto our leaderboard while the winner tonight will get a much prize. selfie with Wesley Mulahan. Are you ready, gentlemen? You clearly are ready. Danny, ready. ready with the time? Go on, three,
2: two, one, Go
0: and away we go it's a strong start and both claim catches Ryan being very uh, that's okay just play, take, uh, take another two and start again Ed uh, Ryan quite erratic it's not one for the purists if you watch it but keep going don't, don't let me concentra- uh, d- ditch your concentration uh, not really but you know, probably would um, uh, uh, Ed, Ed's, uh, Ed's threatening my cappuccino which is obviously very dangerous uh, try and catch it up up on the up on the up uh, Ryan. I, 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 should, I shouldn't coach well not like that uh, too late for that Ed's ticking along very nicely Ryan has got more than one which is literally the only plus
2: point have friends guys it's the most important thing not getting disowned
0: no but you did get let's move on Michael. yeah it was a two Ed yeah. how'd you get on uh, four four well that's not too
1: bad that's same as bad. Simon Lappin well I'm very pleased about
0: that well there we go yep Ed moves uh, level on well was it oh, Simon Lappin last year we've got to get Simon on this year it's but that, relegation that's fine it's territory but um, David Hannan and Ian Clark, so a pair of lovely writers and our EDP columnists um well, you're out on your own, Ryan. That's the most exciting thing. Um, but, but Paddy Dabby got two last year. So, you know, fair play. That's pretty decent company there. Well done. Uh, we will sort our selfie after the show. Uh, in the meantime, should we play this thing again, Dan? Sure. I'm back on. Uh, Jake Watson has been in touch. You might remember him from Dizzy Penalties and looking really lanky with a beard. (laughs) Um, uh, Come on the show, by the way. Jake, next time you're in Norwich, no excuses. This is an open invitation. Uh, He says he didn't know Cillian Cillian Murphy was on the show tonight. You'd take that, Brilliant. wouldn't
2: it? Yeah. Lovely, lovely looking man, Gilly Murphy. Yeah.
0: What a legend yeah. as well. What a legend. Brilliant. Okay, so um, as we go to all this trouble to get our guests in, including Ryan, uh, it seems only right we also spend a little bit of QT with them. So away we go, Ed. Mm. We know you've written a stream of Norwich City books. I have. What is right now the big projects? Of for, for books that you've got on. Uh, okay. on the well, I've been world. off Norwich
1: for a while, but I'm now back on them again. Oh, well, uh, hang on, hang on. Whoa, what were you doing? What were you writing books on away from I'll Norwich? We shall talk about books that have nothing to do with Norwich. Well, though.
0: just maybe sum them up really briefly.
1: Uh, well, well, in a word. One <laughs> about one about all the ruins and follies in East Anglia. Oh. And I've done the uh, life story of a Red Arrow pilot. Wow. Yeah. That's good stuff.
0: Okay, back on the football.
1: Yeah. Um, what, what? Yeah. What's in the pipeline? Uh, the big one coming out in the summer is Peter Mendham's okay. life story, which I'm working on with Peter at the moment fabulous story can't wait to can't wait to finish it
0: how um how tricky has that been to deal with as a subject because of course we all know what Peter Mendham did in his football career we all Mm. know what he's been through since then as well
1: yes absolutely and it's all it's dealt with in the book Peter's talking about it very openly very honestly and um I admire him for his courage in doing so and it's all a very big part of the book that and his time in prison it's all there wow that will be a fascinating read do you have a favorite book that you have put
0: together or it might even be the Peter Men, one, I guess.
1: Um, my favourite one, I think, is probably Fantasy Football, which is the one I did about the 92-93 season. Of course, I interviewed 10 different players for that to get their feelings on that season. Uh, that's my favourite book of mine. My favourite Norwich-related book is probably the book Karen Buchanan did with and Roberts. I do like that one.
0: Ah, fantastic. So did you co did you uh, so that's so the one that you wrote was the one that Karen wrote?
1: Uh I didn't write it but it's Sorry, my yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's my favourite Norris book.
0: Oh is it? Yeah. Oh we
1: should have asked you that, of course. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh that is a cracker, isn't it? Yeah, it is is most boring. definitely. I was say, our thoughts are with Karen. I think she lost her yes, mum recently actually. thoughts yeah. with you Karen. Love Karen. Um come on the show as well. That would be lovely. Um is there one, if this is a trickier one question, is there a book you dearly love to do? The one that's sort of seemingly, oh, love to get that. Or, or write it on a subject. I mean, I guess you can just write it yourself if you want to.
1: Well, the, the one I've wanted to do for a long time is Ken Brown's. And I've been in touch with Ken and that is a possibility, so... Oh. So oh, be awesome. Watch this space. Yeah. Oh,
0: fantastic. What, what a man Ken Brown is, by the way. Proper legend. Yeah, yeah, Proper legend. Uh, okay. Well, I tell you what. Let's tee up our book, your our book competition. Um, this is your chance to answer a question set by Ed, who loves a bit of trivia, oh, by dear. the way. And he's set a question especially for us. And uh, if you can get, if you can answer the question, then uh, get your answers in, and you can win. What did we decide in the end? <laughs> you remember?
1: Oh, <laughs> It'll be one of my books and uh, books? Uh, I will I will give you a list and you can pick one and I will send oh, it to you. There
0: we go, there we go. So a, a choice, mm, a choice. Of, of one of Ed's books and obviously some prize catches in there. Brilliant stuff. OK, well, in that case, Ed, over to you. What is your
1: question? OK, well, with reference to the game on Saturday against uh, the Blades, Norwich and Sheffield United have had four players represent them as goalkeepers. Name all four of them. They've played in goal for Norwich and Sheffield United. Name and all this four is goal- since the 1980s.
0: Since the 1980s, four goalkeepers yeah. that have played first-team games yeah. for Norwich and Sheffield United. Name them. Name them. And then you will win a copy of Ed's book. Fantastic stuff. If you know the answer to that, get your entries in via email, please. To I think we've got us. a a strap for it thanks Dan top work thepinkin at archant.co.uk hopefully I've said the same thing that's on the strap Uh, get those in before kick off on Saturday there you go before kick off between Norwich City and Sheffield United get those answers in and the winner will win one of a selection of Ed's books what a top prize are you going to sign it as well Ed?
1: if they wish if they wish there you go I I only sign if asked I never do it automatically
0: well I might ask on their behalf so brilliant stuff Uh, Ryan we did have loads of fun on Mustard. What a joy it was. I still think someone should make a film out of the journey of Mustard TV. It was that. Awesome. Uh, what have you been up to much? Uh, what is that is a question. Have you been up to much since? What have you done yes. since? You've done interweb stuff interweb since. Interweb
2: stuffs. yes. Yeah. So I'm part of a uh, YouTube channel called Barshans, which is... Uh, a bit crazy from what I noticed. It is a bit crazy. Um, we release a video every Friday at 5pm and it's myself... Yeah a YouTuber called Stuart Ashton, a YouTuber called Barry Lewis, who has uh, had a channel called My Virgin Kitchen, and a couple of other guys we just, essentially we, get, we got paid to muck about, it was brilliant, muck about every, once every month, put videos out on a Friday, and it's, um, it's got an okay following, which is quite nice. Yeah, I don't, that does sound like good fun. Um,
0: what I did want to ask, if we brought back dizzy penalties, do you reckon we could get you involved in that? We're we'll gonna ask you live on air
2: yes Jake would probably appreciate it let's get Jake involved as well
0: Jake, Jake will get involved he might have outgrown us bless him uh, literally and metaphorically uh, well I'll sort of hold you to that I think that was a sort of a possible so we'll tell we'll that indeed um, I think we should bring it back for next season we will work on that as we go along thank you very much gents top work okay I tell you what let's have a quick delve shall we into the Norwich City Archives for this week in Canaries History some of the messages if we can um, which I say is always a, a little bit problematic but we'll get there so uh, on the Facebook page Canary Mary Watson hello there Canary Mary Watson uh, I think all this about Bielsa is blown up a bit what annoyed me was more the fact he did not appear to realise what he was not what was, what he did was not acceptable in this country regardless of what he and others do in other countries which yeah cultural ba- cultural differences is something that has come up as a, as a bit of an explanation so thanks for your post uh, uh, Canary Mary um, Tim at Williams, been in touch. Hello, Tim, friend of the show. We can get you on again t- soon, Tim, please. Um, have those friendly Reading fans started joshing with you over the transfer of Nelson Oliveira? Not that I've noticed. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. I think they were, they were, they were in touch beforehand. Uh, I'm sure once the goals start raining in. In fairness, this time it was gonna happen, so there we go. I lose track of all the fans I've annoyed. (laughs) It's very difficult to keep track of them all, but they soon let me know, which is obviously brilliant. Um, How about on YouTube? Michael Dring, glad people are starting to lay off cruel a bit. When we've won the league, like that, uh, I think we'll all look back and realise how instrumental he's been on and off the pitch. Uh, Will Hinsley getting difficult games out of the way in the next few weeks should make it easier to gain momentum from now until the end of the season, considering how well we have done against lower-half teams, which is an interesting point, because if you look to how Norwich's first half of the season progressed, obviously difficult start, difficult games, second half, certainly in that middle period of that first half, they motored on, didn't they? Yeah, Yeah,
1: fair point. Good point, that.
0: Thank you, thanks Ed, I'm like that. Right.
1: Uh, Matthew Palmer,
0: oh. how much do you read into Tommy Tribal? I guess pointing to the mum number on his back after his goal, not as extreme as what Nelson did, shirt off showing Farker he certainly did, uh, but the same intent? Question mark. I think. Oh. I mean, he's since said on Instagram it was a tribute to his wife, and he did the funny A thing. Do we know what the funny A thing is? No. I, I can't help thinking it's like a charitable cause in Germany, but I'm, I don't know. Tony's saying yes, and so. It'll t- <laughs> Andy Johnson did the yeah, and uh, other people have done it as well. Ameza Erzl, I think, did it. So, really, I'm sure it's really important, uh, but I just don't know what it is. Um, so, that, yeah, we read much into it, or is it, you know, just look, I'm Tommy Tribal, I'm back playing again. You know, good on
2: him. He, he hasn't really played this year, has he? Yeah, I mean, he's just been out of the team for so long. I think it's just he's just pleased to be back in as much as anything, not in a, a condescending way, but he's, um, you know, he took his chance against Birmingham as well. I thought he was excellent. So, yeah, I think he's just a man who's a bit frustrated that he wasn't playing as much as anything yeah, else.
1: I, but. I, I think the best thing about Leitner coming back to mm. fitness is Tom Tribal knowing he's going to have to play like that every week to keep him out of the mm. team.
2: Yeah. I think so. I think the difference between that and the Oliveira thing is as much as how many games it was into the season because the way Norwich season has panned out, I don't think Tom Tribal can com- <coughs> complain about not playing mm. whilst it the first game with Nelson, he very much wanted to be the centre of everything. Yeah. Tom's waited for his chance and he's um yeah like I said I thought he was very good against Birmingham. Top stuff, right? Top stuff.
0: Um, Keller hare has been in touch on uh, YouTube. I think I'm looking at. Hopefully, Norwich will only get one more win over a Sheffield club this season. Uh, Guessing uh, Keller hare is a Wednesday fan yeah, or, 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 or or United fan. Could be either. Um, we're completely neutral here obviously for all clubs um, brilliant keep the messages coming in we've got I uh, don't know how long left but not that long um, but in the meantime uh, let's have a look at this shall we championship refresh so uh, as if to make us look st- even worse than last week Norwich City are back in the top two and we suddenly have all our graphics back uh, anyway here is the championship picture as it stands heading into the weekend as we've discussed Norwich had a very good weekend although West Brom made sure it wasn't perfect with a Monday win at sorry Bolton Leeds have now now lost three of their last four league games while Ben Marshall helped Millwall claim a point at Middlesbrough. Ipswich lost at Blackburn and despite the hype they remain in dire straits. In fact there's probably only one game Paul Lambert wants to win before the season is done rather than a survival fight. Uh, Oliveira arrives at Reading looking to lift them out of the drop zone and away from relegation danger. 35 points is now the gap from town to city, who sits second, just a point behind the leaders. Albion overtook Sheffield United following the Blades' defeat at Swansea, while Bristol City and Hull now lead the chase to break into the top six. The FA Cup fourth round means a reduced weekend programme. West Brom, Derby and Borough are among the sides with a league break, while Leeds have a derby at Rotherham and Ipswich take on the Villa at Villa Park. Oliveira will be primed for his debut on Tuesday night. That's a lot of Nelson Oliveira talk we've got through tonight. Uh, at least there's something to talk about this time, so that's good. Uh, fascinating period, isn't it, coming up for Norwich City, especially when you look at the table. Um, it's interesting, and I think you'll, you'll see some of this in, in pink and dot and in the papers, Norwich's record against the top six is actually pretty poor so far this year. That's kind of been where they've dropped all their points.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, maths speak for themselves, themselves really. Get that out eventually. Yeah, that's right. um, but then after the next couple of weeks, they only have Mid- Middlesbrough, right? They've played Derby twice, and the other teams have been done with. So it's a good chance in these next two or three games, if you pick up as many points as you can, then you should, in theory, have a clear run. But anyone can turn up on any given day in this league. It's a cliche, because it's, it's true. You know, Anyone can turn up and beat anyone. But it's they can come out of these next two games relatively unscathed, I think you can really then hopefully take it a bit easier. I don't know if easy is the word, but... <laughs> Just rack up all the points Probably be good
0: I mean it's interesting Because I'll sit here and say These next two games If Norwich don't lose either of them, I see that as Pretty decent But, but likewise We've always talked about The mini league Being really important So I, I guess ultimately It's, it's all much for much As we're still so far out From the end of the season Aren't we?
1: Well I mean we, we would have Wanted this haven't we We've wanted this again For so long We've got it now And uh, I, I honestly think We can win all three of them I, I don't see why We can't win all three
0: as it, you're including the Ipswich game in that, aren't you? Yes, all three. Oh. <laughs> we're not Nine talking points. about that game yet. No way. Um, and that's the thing, though. I suppose if we do look at Norwich and feel that they can, they, mm. they do look a really good side, yeah. you, you would feel yeah. that. Um, it was interesting against West Brom. That was probably one of the one games where they come, a, come get away from home and they were under a bit of pressure at mm. the end of a game, which hasn't happened mm. a lot this year. So I guess that maybe underlines uh, how far they've still got to come. They were a little bit nervous in the first part of that game as well. So ultimately, that will probably stand them in good stead that they've kind of got that out of their system a little bit a big game, a big start and they survived it
2: Yeah, I mean if you're going to grow up you need to perform in these in these big games and admittedly West Brom they were, I thought they were quite poor for 55, 60 minutes or so but then they dug in there, managed to get the equaliser and this, this I think this Saturday is a big, big opportunity as much as anything because West Brom aren't playing either so if you win this you've got a chance to go six points clear or six points safe in the automatic. then you overtake Sheffield United on goal difference and that plays a factor as well and yeah, against the top teams, they've struggled. But again, a win on Saturday, I think you can really then that this under the carpet in many ways.
0: Two fascinating games coming up. I really can't wait. It's really exciting stuff. Uh, we always like to just talk about Ipswich at this point, probably more so than in past seasons. Uh, how do you? I mean, it's interesting. Marcus Evans has done some talking, hasn't he, today on the, on their official site saying, "Oh, the club's not for sale." unless someone, you know, does want to take it on. So it probably then is still for sale if some of the right person comes along. But it does kind of underline the sort of muddled direction that's going on down there. And Are you slightly surprised, both of you, by the um, atmosphere around the place? Because Paul Lambert's clearly on a massive PR exercise. They seem to be bigging up how positive things are now. Yet his record is worse than Paul Hurst's was, and he obviously got the sack.
1: I think to a certain extent they've taken a leaf out of our book, haven't they, with this sudden interaction that they're having with the fans on all all aspects of the media. I mean, they've they've, they've taken one of our ex-managers, they've they've been looking at our ex-players, although Pilkington didn't want to go there, so kudos to him for that. And now they seem to be aping the Norwich approach of communicating with the fans and telling the fans how special they are and all that. So I I think we should be flattered, quite honestly, at their approach.
2: Yeah. Yeah second that really it, it, it's a strange situation with them because it, no matter what they're throwing at it they don't seem to be mm. quite there yet yes I know they've got the win against Rotherham but then it's one step back when they go to Blackburn and don't really turn up and the signings they're making as well are okay signings for this level but it's more it feels like signings for the sake of experience to get again the fans on side again to seem like they are doing something but they're not quite doing enough and I just feel that I don't mean this because it's Ipswich but any team in that situation you go I think it's a bit you're too far gone at this stage because, what are they, seven points now off? Eight, eight off it? It's, can you see them winning three games in a row even if the other three teams above them lose? N- not really though, to be i be honest with you
0: honestly think it's
2: entirely about the Derby <laughs> which is why I'm
0: quite uh, worried about it but of course uh, that will look after itself when it comes along we're still not going to talk about it just yet uh, let's get some messages shall we uh, Blair Boy says hello everyone from a warm sunny Florida just yeah. rubbing it in there yeah, aren't you North but Florida. I hope it's, hope it's lovely uh, Adcock Ivy says somebody's shirking their round I know who that is. Certainly not me, uh, possibly. Um, and uh, Mark Stannard says, love listening from Saudi Arabia. Used to work on the turnstiles as a teenager, presumably at Carrow Road. Great to hear from you, Mark. Thanks for the message. Uh, and I think that's all of the ones on there. And then I was just going to mention one on YouTube. Timothy Githinji, I have a strong, strong feeling we will win this. Now, that could be the title. It could be the game. Let's assume it's everything. Thank you for your message, Timothy. Right. Uh, it is Chris Wilder and Sheffield United on Saturday, 3 p.m. This is big, isn't it, Jen? Sheffield United. I remember, I have to admit, it wasn't until they overtook Norwich in the table the other week that I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to start taking them seriously as top two contenders because I haven't really seen it and they've always looked... Know, they do some things really well, but maybe not quite at the same level as a Leeds, West Brom, maybe Middlesbrough as well. But are, are they serious contenders?
1: They are, because they're, uh, they're an old-fashioned championship side. They're, they're, they're strong, they're big, they're big on pace, they press, they're physical... So I can see why they're doing well. And they've got good championship players. And the manager who gets them fired up, he's a bit of a Lambert, really. <laughs> he's done a brilliant
0: job, Chris Wilder. For anyone who wants to um, take a dislike to him for various reasons, understandable. Um, he, you know they, There's a lot that you'd, you'd love to have him in your dugout you as would. your manager, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. And likewise, I mean, they play three at the back. They play slightly differently to everyone else. They have a wonderful fluidity about them. And actually, they do play some really productive football. It's not just hoof it down the channels. They, they work it really cleverly. They're not, they're not a stupid side. They're quite an awkward
2: challenge. Yeah, of course. They, they have the ability as well to change up as much as anything. I did see some of their fans complain that their plan B wasn't quite good enough, but they've got, you know, if they have to go direct, they can go direct if they... All right. <laughs> if you have to play it, if they have to play it about, they can, you know, they can play it about quite nicely. I think they've arguably on paper... Um, Player for player, I think uh, really Sheffield United and Norwich are perhaps the the weaker of the top six. But it's it's what they do as a group, which counts. And yeah. this season, they've Sheffield United have got this nice balance between being resilient and also affecting teams. You know when they have to and that happened at, the, um, at Bramall Lane earlier in the season again I know they lost at Swansea last week but that's every team's going to lose at some point and I think they are in the top six for a reason and I'd say they have to be taken very seriously Yeah
1: and I think they're very together there I think they've got almost a siege mentality going on haven't they um, of course we're Sheffield United we're not one of the fancied teams and, and yeah I've got a lot of time for them and it will be a tough Game and they will they will come at us. They're not going to sit back. We know that. I mean, if there's one thing I've learned in recent years is that
0: teams' supporters do tend to carry a chip on their shoulder. Um, and Oliver Goddard actually makes the point. Thoughts on Sheffield United, no, Sheffield United's Norwich chant, which of course is take your time, take your time, take your time. Um, Sheffield United playing football the Norwich way, which is in in relation to the fact that Norwich won at Bramall Lane a couple of years ago. Of course, Sheffield United have kind of. I managed to pick up a couple since then I think Norwich owe them for both of those but yeah. um, if Sheffield United play football the Norwich way on Saturday it will be gorgeous football and they'll win by you know, yeah. in an ultimate entertainment regardless of all the time wasting so there we go it's all, all fun all good banter obviously I'm, I'm still getting myself in trouble aren't I um, in terms of United's key threats I mean they've got some really good players at this level haven't they Billy, Billy Sharp is is a goal machine if you like. David McGoldrick is fit, which is something he never quite managed at Ipswich. And and of course John Fleck um, is he nephew to Robert? Is that Robert's right? Nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. A proper connection. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, like I said, good good Championship players. If you go up, you think, are they good enough? But that doesn't matter now. It's what the here and now is what matters, and they are all good players
0: okay brilliant stuff let's have a look at the 11s that these two would opt to play this is going to be quite quick because a we haven't got the injury issues and b Norwich have done quite well recently which always makes this form this section a little bit redundant who should we go to first Dan Ryan here's your 11 um, it's not a surprise is it
2: no unchanged from the Birmingham game uh, it's, it's so good in the first half an hour the way they moved the ball about as well and I'm hoping that Emi Buendia will be fit, because it was a dead leg, wasn't it, mm-hmm. he went off with. And I'd imagine he would be back fit. Because he had a hand in all the goals on Friday as well, didn't he? So I think if he's in the team as much as anything, I think Sheffield United... I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if they were to go 4-2-3-1 on Saturday. Because I think the way um, Buendia comes into the middle as well, um, the two sitting for Sheffield United will just get outnumbered by... Wendy, Hernandez, and, and Co. But that's just my sixpence. It might be wrong, but
0: uh. that would be a, that would be a big call and would be very interesting. Likewise, Wilder might look at last year and think, "Well, we did it last year with three in the back. We can do it this year." Uh, Ed, let's have a look at your eleven. People will realise it's the same.
1: It's the same again, yeah. And I think Stephenman's probably the key man on Saturday oh, nice. um, because he's, he's he's an athlete. You know, he's strong. He'll he'll run at them. And I think he'll, I think he'll take a lot of the attention away from Pookie.
0: And again, how those two work together. Yeah. I think a lot of Tammy Puki's success this season owes to Marco Stieperman and, and, and the way, what, uh, the wonderful chemistry they have as yeah. two players. Um, I think you might be all right with Emi Buendia on Saturday, Ryan. Just a little line for you there. Uh, okay, brilliant stuff. Um, well, I'm sure that will be pretty close to the side we see. Uh, no more injury issues, withstanding. Final two questions then: key man and a prediction for Saturday's game against Sheffield United. Go on, Ed.
1: Uh, steeper man key man 2-1 win
2: yes Buendia yes. and
0: 2-1 i go 2-1 as well uh, that would make me very happy indeed it would make all of us very happy that is it from this week's Pinkan show I remember you can catch up with tonight's edition and all our superb Norwich City coverage on all our platforms including the Pinkan app but first and foremost Com. Um, I'm actually going to enjoy a weekend off on Saturday. So it's Paddy Davitt and Dave Freezer, uh, who you'll need to keep tabs on for our big build-up, team news, live and behind-the-scenes coverage, reaction and analysis. And if you see them around, of course, say hello to them for the record. I am in the Lower Barkley on Saturday, so I will be on my best behaviour. E-block? E-block? E-block, E-block. Nice. at the back. So I think that is flag, prime flag territory. Flag territory. Um, yeah. Please don't swear at me that's always nice and uh, I will wave a flag I'm sure <laughs> why not uh, we will return next Wednesday once again at 6pm live from the Woolpack on Golden Ball Street in the centre of Norwich with all the usual Canaries fun and games so please join us then be it in flesh come down to the pub if you want down and buy your drink uh, or of course online in the meantime I think that was a yes uh, a big thank you to our guests tonight to Ed and to Ryan gents do you enjoy it?
1: fabulous thank you very
0: much thank you so much Yeah, it's always a question to put you on the spot thank you so much for coming in really appreciate it uh, don't forget Ed's quiz question as well can you remember what it was
1: Ed? yeah the four goalkeepers who have played for both Norwich and Sheffield United since the 1980s
0: brilliant get your answers in to that question you can win a copy of one of Ed's books we'll sort out uh, the selection you can choose from and you can say it's signed if you want Dan's got the s- strap if he wants to put that on again but email your answers to thepinkin at archant.co.uk and the competition will close come kick off on saturday continue with the thank yous to the Wallpack, pack of course for letting us uh, in which is always good to the two gentlemen who <laughs> enjoy walking through the show we'll have to get them on the show next time um to dan and to tony who are our brilliant crew as always and of course to you guys and girls for watching and getting involved It wouldn't be the same without you uh, we will see you again next week until then here's the city giving the blades one of the two they owe them as far as I'm concerned, and away from the Canary's own fortunes, here's to Nelson Oliveira, quite literally the football riddle wrapped in a Norwich City enigma. Good night.